ladies and gentlemen. It's May! <laughs> Surprise, it's still May! May 30th, 2023, Bryce Castillo. Getting you started with a great night pre-show, great room, green room, a whole dang thing. Thank you so much for joining me, Bryce Castillo. Here for the great night green room pre-show, great room, whole dang thing. Bryce Castillo. Uh, coming up, we got, uh, we got a special guest for you. We got uh, some topics. We got some good topics today. We got some fun topics today. We're going to talk about... Uh, Gonna give you a wordle update. It's a shocking, breaking news. We might be breaking tech news uh, on this podcast, or I might have we might have discovered an exploit that uh, that other people already had. Uh, we'll talk about some anime stuff. We'll talk about artificial stuff. We're gonna do a ranking, and uh, we got the Would You Rather bot coming up in just uh, just a little bit. But we're going to get you ready for uh, the green room in just a moment. Of course, I want to remind you to support us. And it's because you support us over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash great night. That's where you can go to support this. Throw us a couple of bucks and uh, we'll give you the bones podcast or bonus podcast every week. That is a great. Now that's a good podcast. You can also get access to the Diamond Lounge in our Discord. Get email updates. Get an RSS feed that you don't have to log into. It's all for you. Over at patreon.com slash great night. Thank you, everybody, who is supporting us. Uh, we're going to have a whole thing coming up for you uh, in, in just a moment. But in the meantime, it's time. So time the time and check in with the green room. Green room, can you hear me? Hell yeah, we can hear you. It's just me and a brushwood. Awesome. That's all I need. There you go. <laughs> It's all I need to get this, now, shit, well, no, get this no, shit going. Who is that? Wrong brushwood. I know. No. What's up? No, no, there is no such thing as a wrong brushwood. Really I just is. need one. I just need one. You know, this we is can keep true. this. We can keep this boat afloat. <laughs> you know, I've been hearing my kids do a lot of shit lately, and I yeah. realize you really do just need one brushwood. You just need one. Yeah. Now, two. <laughs> yeah. Gets it's a lot. I mean, look, you are the world's expert in yes. too many brushwoods. <laughs> Sometimes you look around and you're like, I don't know. This is getting to be a handful. Oh, my gosh. So Brian uh, has already gotten his um, dad's day gift from Callie, the youngest. Uh -huh. She's 10. And they had to fill out. It was like a little poem thing. And then they like poem. Wait, I always say point, poem, poem. It's a poem. 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 I always say it wrong. But anyways, poem. Wait, wait what's the right way? It's apparently not poem, like I say it. You say it poem? I do. I don't know why. I, I think I poem. Think poem. It's poem. <laughs> Wait. So, like, like, uh, uh, is uh, I'm trying to think. It's like, is Maya Angelou a great poet? <laughs> yes, she is. Actually. <laughs> oh, my favorite poet. <laughs> poet. <laughs> yeah, poet. Poet, poem. No, poet and poem are fine. Yeah. But you have an oi. You're like you're like an old British punkster. I have no oi, idea oi, oi. where it came from. I don't know why it's stuck. Even though I've practiced, it's still there. Some people just say shit weird. It's fine. Yeah, well, I definitely do. So Is there like a Hall of Fame of shit you say weird? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely had to go to uh, speech therapy as a kid. So, like, this is... I think I'm just... I, I've decided I'm just so visual that words just kind of just get out there and we're all happy that they happen. Yeah. So, yeah. You're, you're looking for minimum viable product. Right. Yes. 
whatever exactly. needs to happen so everybody is is okay. You know that like I'm opening the door, I'm walking around the corner, <laughs> like like that's all that that needs to happen. Everything else is gravy. Yeah, exactly. If I'm communicating thoughts and feelings, then uh, y'all should be really excited about that. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, the uh, poem. I said it right. The poem. I like poem better. It sounds better, doesn't it? It sounds like it's an onomatopoeia. Yeah. <laughs> poem, poem, poem. It's like now, a, like, like now the, I'm like, gonna like, get confused. I have it, to think about it again every time <laughs> I say it. <laughs> it's like the sound a pogo stick makes. <laughs> yeah. Poem, poem, poem. Well, uh, she says uh, in the po poem, poem. Home. Sounds so <laughs> We're stuffy. We're literally going to get stuck in this, yeah. in this feedback loop for the rest. Congratulations for the next two and a half hours. It's just going to be me and Bonnie going back and forth with poem or poem. <laughs> On this. And then uh, it says, who wonders, it's like a long list of things about Brian. And then it says, who wonders why his daughters are funny is definitely, mm. you know, a theme throughout and, and. And, and then one of them is he worries like he it, it, she did the same poem, poem for me also so I know that you know it says oh what there, does there, she there, worry there was, about there was a structure there's a structure like gotcha he, he, is this something she got from this. from her school yeah or? this is for school and so she filled it all out and then they laminated it and she put little drawings on there and stuff and then one of Good them looking was, out to school. Yeah, for getting for getting these gifts. I know even out. like for Dad's Day, which yeah. isn't even till the future, you know. So like she's oh, yeah, already because because this is the last we're right. already done with school. We're right? done with school. Last week, our last Friday was the last day, and uh, we have all just been sleeping in. It's been yeah. amazing. So, R.I.P. to everybody day drinking at the arcades. Your your ride is over. The oh. kids, the kids are, oh, the kids yes. are overtaking them. Yeah, no, you guys have to get out. You get know, out, slide, get, get out. out, find something else to do. <laughs> it, yeah, I can't even imagine day drinking at an arcade. That sounds. Um, I mean, I don't know, but no, there's a whole like, have I ever? Oh, uh, almost assuredly, I mean, yeah, yes. But but but, but, like, no, but there's been a whole industry built up around it. Yeah. You know, it's like, Dave, well, what do you think Dave and Buster's is? Oh, that is weird. But that's like where people. Who want to have a meeting? No, it's where people don't want to be ashamed about day drinking in an arcade go because it has yeah. brass railings and uh, uh, you know shiny wood. <laughs> <laughs> if you have brass railings and shiny wood and pay an extra five dollars for onion rings, then congratulations, you're here for a meeting. You're not just wasting your life playing the Jurassic Park shooter game. That is absolutely that, and I guess like some people would not be able to get titties reimbursed on. On their like you know tab for the like a lot of times they go to strippers, yes. right? But then now they can't really do that, so you might as well have arcade. You might as well go to the arcade. That have like pictures of women I've, in two tops. Yeah, um, although I wonder, I don't know. I'm sure that right. there's a Breitbart thread about how those have gone woke too. But like, uh, I I had never heard, even in in Florida, in South Florida, I had not heard of the cultural element of Texas. That was t male business people taking meetings at titty bars Seriously? during lunch. Yeah. Oh my that God. That was not a thing that I had ever heard of in Florida. Like the biggest thing about titty bars in Florida during the day was 
the food, mm-hmm. people would say, oh, well, there's there's good food there. So I would assume that like there were some people that were like, well, let's take a meeting. But I had from what I've I have gathered from other people, it at least up until recently was like a culturally understood thing that, you know, if you're in business, you know, you have an advertising business or you put up signs once a month. Yeah, because somebody wanted to do it, you you wind up going taking a, a you, lunch meeting at a titty bar. You know what? Yeah, I think there's a market for the fangirls again. Like, let's make it a little okay. less, a little more like artsy and oh, retro. Oh, okay. So you know, let's make it nostalgic and tantalizing, but yet still like women can attend and you know not be as. So you want to broaden. You want to broaden, broaden, yeah. Broaden. You want to you want to embiggen the scope <laughs> right. of of customers, right? So okay, all right. So, so like what are, what, it, what what are the yeah. alterations that you need to make to a standard strip club to get women to also take their lunch breaks there? Okay, well, it would definitely have to add some. I mean, not you know, we've got the whole. Uh, uh, you know, I'm sure women like going to titty bars too. Sure. But, I mean, yes. you know, that just taken aside, whatever. But yeah. let's just say we're going to make it so you can write it off for lunch for your for your business thing. Yes. So. Because um, usually what they would get away with that is that it's going to show up if you're just ordering food. Right. Everything else is cash, so it's like you're not obviously going to yeah. try to write off your tips, yeah, like exactly. like on your on your corporate card. But what's going to get rung up on your corporate card is like blank steakhouse, exactly. dog steakhouse, or something like that. Well, I just think it is. Shout out to everybody who's checked their bank uh, statement at the end of the month and been like, <laughs> like when the fuck did I spend six hundred dollars at Micron? Oh, oh really? Oh. It shows up like Micron. Technology. I, it, it's usually something like disguised. Or, yeah. Well, I don't like, know if it's always tech. It's always, it's like black box solutions or something like that. I don't it, know. It, that makes me feel like I need to go through my, uh, <laughs> through the credit card statements. <laughs> uh, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Uh, but no, I think no, that, that it is, it is very deliberately right. not like, big knocker saloon or whatever right, right right the yellow rose that's the one here in austin I yeah guess or no what's the one on the highway it's like like the the palazzo um, or something oh, palazzo yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drive by them a lot and so i see their marquees and all of i think also mm-hmm. i remember that one from friday night lights i think location in friday oh, night lights i bet it would be yeah so i think i think it <laughs> Is okay, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're getting back to, to the what what would need to change, right? To to uh, expand our horizons and include more women who want to take their lunch breaks at strip clubs. Well, dudes too, right? Okay, so like you know, you dudes have, on stage too. Dudes, dudes on stage too, and I mean, serving. We're, we're, we are we're getting into a Bud Light situation where we're starting to dig into our our yeah. already established audience for a new audience so let's let's understand you throw one wiener up there and all of a sudden it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna mix up the mood but i think it has to be artsy like artsy yeah so you're not even like immersive theater yeah and it's more like you know like uh 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 
Audrey Hepburn's book, the the Breakfast at Tiffany's, okay. and she goes into the little the little club, and they're all like with the fans or whatever. So it's kind of a little cheeky nod, but it's a little more like upscale, and you definitely are benefiting from like the people's physiques that are walking around. But it's yeah. more about like more artsy like you're you're like oh no this is art no, yeah. I, I think this is a very interesting concept yeah okay none of it screams time crunch lunch to me uh, this <laughs> like is not, none of this screams like all right can i get four beers uh a steak and a baked potato in an hour's time while mm. i'm looking at a thing i want to look at and then yeah. get out we need to make it a little bit more i'm thinking steak and shake yeah i'm thinking two hour two a to two three hour, hour lunch, lunch meeting what are you french what no i mean that's what the dude that's what the texas vibe is like it if is? you're doing a, a meeting oh if it's a meeting, meeting i'm doing a lunch you're meeting you're doing the lunch just going for lunch yeah well i don't know about that yeah the the, the i guess yeah. if you're doing that if you're doing a lunch meeting mm -hmm. then all you gotta really do is keep meeting for about another hour and you can cut out the rest of the day you can be done with working at noon yeah if your lunch meeting stretches until four because you're not going back to the office no. to touch blue make it true and then leaving yeah so if you're just there it's like oh sorry honey the meeting went till four yep this then is that's true. that well and that's kind of how the texas and in my and meeting. in my world i didn't define a gender on who honey was <laughs> There you go. 2023 <laughs> progress. But what about this? Because yeah. you do offer an interesting question about the the the, the quick lunch. Yes. <laughs> Is what if there's a counter that just looks in on it? <laughs> and then so like you get you're you're separate from all the actions, but it's like watching a TV show play out. And so you're you're just at the bar counter and so you see that's... everything behind you and you're removed. Is there glass or is there not glass? There's glass. There's glass. Yeah, absolutely glass. Everything looks more special behind glass. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, so you're glass, so you're like like kind of settling, like at like a like a standing counter. You're sitting down. No, oh, how about this? Yeah. All right. There you got a is. bunch. You got a bunch of rooms, right? right? Naked people doing naked people things. Ah, uh, they're not totally naked. Okay. They're more artsy right. than Look, that. Look, we can table this. We'll yeah. get back to it. Uh, <laughs> I think we're in. We're in very big danger of eliminating the specialness of a strip club if we're eliminating the stripping. But let's table that for a second. Okay. Imagine it however you want. Separate. It's one of those like restaurants where it slowly rotates, but instead of looking out into a view various different naked people no i love it doing naked people things. yeah absolutely and at that point because you're constantly getting a new one mm -hmm. by your vantage point it can be a little bit more artsy they don't all need to be dancing to the same yeah trap music song like one of them can be playing <laughs> laundry <laughs> Whatever, whatever kind of bullshit you do in our college, like, like you know, like like that kind, of, that kind of stuff, right? Right. And then at that point, maybe nips are out, maybe butts are out, like maybe there's wieners. Who knows, right? At that point, yeah. now we can maybe mix in a wiener here or there because, like, like it's it's like uh, I don't know, I'm not really into that. But you don't have to sit there for two minutes. It's moving along. You can just avert your gaze or keep your gaze on the on the other one. 
We can invite the gays. They can also show up. It's nearly June after all. I think this is a great idea. And I have a name. What is it? Tableau. Tableau. Get tablown. Boom. Tableau your mind? Yeah, your mind. All right, all right. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's for this for the insiders. The the I got tablone t-shirt. Like (laughs) maybe maybe we do need we need to highbrow it a little bit more. Yeah. Blow your mind. Then you can put it off. There you go. That's it's all about that that has changed in 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 recent time, the the uniquely Texas idea of uh uh going to a strip club and writing off a four hour meeting. Um yes. Definitely. Definitely. I think, no, I, I don't think, I think the strip club part has, I think dining different places. Well, that, still, no, that's business. Yeah, like, that's yeah, just business. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I definitely think uh, it's transitioned a little bit away from a, you know. Me too came for that too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. And also, they just, you know, some places just got seedier and seedier, and they had, like, you know. Oh, you think maybe if it were more upscale? Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, you know. You know, there's a lot more women in the business, too. Yeah. That might be it. Because I I will say, say I've never been a professional businessman. Yeah. (laughs) I have always just been a feral content creator scavenging around the outskirts of the entertainment industry. But, like, uh, I will say that if I were in a group of professional people, it would have to be baseline fairly skeezy to have that be a lunch play yes or it would have to be like a quote unquote like tradition it would be like a like well you know like if this is a big thing then we gotta go to the silver bottle or whatever like you know the, like they would have to be a like that would be the play that i would imagine that being pitched as but it would very rarely be like what are you guys thinking Mexican? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Thai, maybe. Right. Like, Stephanie, what do you what do you want? Like, oh, okay, you want pizza? Yeah. I don't know. I think we're gonna settle on strip club for three hours. Like, like it's not gonna be that. It's never thrown out to the group. Right. Well, will, will it come back with that solution? Absolutely. Although it might be like pizza, Thai. Oh, I know where you can get all those things at one place. There we go. Yeah. The the so. buffet. Although I would say if it were a like woman in a man's dominated industry, tremendous power play. Oh, yeah. Because if the woman suggested it, <laughs> all of a sudden she's the coolest woman on the planet. Absolutely. Like like that that is, you know, a, a market inefficiency. Like, uh, do you think take that's, that one, ladies? Do you think that's what the Ther- Theros lady did? Or the Theros lady. <laughs> I think. I think. I don't know. What, what? What do you think? I hear they have good steaks at the Palazzo. <laughs> In her turtleneck. Yeah. Like... <laughs> you see, she's like, uh, she's going to jail. I know. I was seeing that news today, and I was just like, hmm. I don't know. That's big. She seems like uh, uh, she is trying to rebrand. 
rebrand as yeah. young. Uh, there was a big feature in the New York Times about how she is a dedicated mother and she felt like she was taken advantage of mm. by like a, a, a mentor of hers and she is mm. not the con artist that has been portrayed in in all these different uh, versions mm-hmm. of the story, but rather she is just just a mom trying to get along and... Uh, now she has to go to jail, but yeah. like, you know, it's really her children that will suffer. Yeah. I, I saw a little bit of that chatter and, and, it, and she did in all fairness, have her children before any of this, like one of them at least before yeah. things started to, uh, get- <laughs> she had one kid where she's like, don't worry, honey, you'll be rich forever. Oh, <laughs> and then. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, and is she actually married, or is that? I mean, it's the same dad for both children, so I guess he's just in charge. I don't or, know. Yeah, I don't know. I I actually like custody. Gets I weird. actually didn't read the feature because oh, I ran did. out of New York Times free articles. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Uh, I feel like such a shithead because I love feature stuff. And it was like, and also it was a great feature thing because it, it was in the realm of, yeah, look at that. $1 a week guy. I know. And I had one and then I, I don't know. I got pissed off at the New York times and I canceled my subscription. Why? When? I, it was, I don't know. What I will explain to anybody is long before our modern culture wars, Mm -hmm. uh, it is a journalist's right to complain about the New York Times. It, okay. ha- it, it happens throughout school. It happens when you are a professional. It happens at every phase of your life as a journalist is you complain about the New York Times and you make fun of their decisions. The fact that it has now become politically coded is unfair and discriminatory to me. Because I should be allowed to complain and be annoyed with the New York Times as much as I want without anybody looking at it as me denying truth or supporting Trump or something like that. I'm allowed to do it. I'm the real victim, Bonnie. Oh, you know, I believe that. And I agree. I think that would be a I like you so much better than Brian. (laughs) This is so much better. This is so much more pleasant. This is such an amazing time. (laughs) I am a lot more supportive. This is great. I love it. Uh, it would be Brian be bashing you already. Uh, huh? No, he. I don't know. He'd come up with some other thing and then start talking about a thing he saw one time in 1992. But oh, like, yes, this is true. Uh, I can do that too if you really miss no, it. No, this I is going great. This something. is going great. In fact, forget I mentioned anything. Let's just keep rolling. Uh, uh, no, but I didn't. I didn't read it, so I don't really know the situation. I mostly know about the other journalists who are dialoguing about. The whether or not it was a well written feature or or not. Oh, so you read articles about the article? About the article, yes, oh, and listening to podcasts about the article. Wow, summarizing but all the various different things that I mostly wanted to get out of the article, which was to have my own opinion about what other journalists were saying, so I could judge other journalists on whether or not I agreed with their opinion on news value and writing. Oh, do you have like a little hit list of journalists that you agree and don't agree with or what's your When I was most dialed into it uh, uh undoubtedly. Uh-huh. Uh now because 
you know, I don't know. I think it would be even charitable to call me a journalist. So I, I don't, I don't re- really even feel oh, like Justin. Well, no. From some this, would say you're probably the most journalist of all journalists I, because you're not tied to some of the agenda. Yeah, uh, uh, one of the. Oh, look, Brian oh. Brushwood's in the chat. Look at oh, that. Oh, hello, Brian. Hey, Amen. <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh. No, I um, I don't think of myself as a journalist, mostly because as I was being brought up in the field, I, I came up in a field where you had to have a job with an organization to be a reporter. Mm. The idea of an independent reporter really didn't exist. Okay. Or like you were a freelancer. Like there, there were freelancers for magazines where like because it would be odd for like only the best journalists who were magazine writers got regular gigs at various different magazines. Most everybody else pitched a story to a magazine. The magazine said, okay, cool, write that up. They paid him X amount of money. They paid the other half when they delivered it. And that was the way that you that you did that. But no matter what, you either had bylines or you were an employee somewhere. Mm-hmm. But at some point, a gatekeeper would say, you hereby are blessed with this thing. Congratulations, you are a journalist. So Otherwise, you, you, you're just a guy prank calling people. So what you're telling me is, here's my callback to, uh, I'll do my best Brian Brushwood. So it's like in the never-ending story, when you're going through the laser eyes with the big titty sphinxes. Yeah. And they're just like, you haven't been through the eyes of the laser eyes being hired by some crusty old dude with a with a cigar. Effectively. Yeah. And that's I mean, I was at one it. point. I was at one point. But okay. now I am no longer that. I am a blogger. And, like, bloggers were looked at as a certain element of, like, not necessarily scum, but like, but, but, but <laughs> right. feral, right? Like there are, there are house cats and then there are the feral cats that are running around outside. And that, that's what the internet was. And while the world has rapidly changed, mm-hmm. like there is a full, totally different economic model of uh, uh, journalism these days. One that, by the way, totally favors me. Like it turns out that, that this feral cat was actually just land rushing to where the entire world was going even then i still will never really be able to shake the idea that like yeah but if i were a real reporter i'd work at the new york times by now okay like and that then, is you but know. you can't bother to send them a dollar no because they did something that annoyed me uh, <laughs> which is also why i'd be a bad employee i know every once in a while i do have these crises of conscience and i'm like the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? Like all my friends, I have multiple friends that won fucking Pulitzers. Like, and like, that's where I could be. If I applied myself, I'm not applying myself. Like I'll go through this shit and I'll get so far as to think of, well, who should I email? If I wanted to work at the Washington post, if I wanted to work at the New York times where, who would I email? What would I do? And then I'd, and then almost invariably, I will start thinking about what my job would be. Oof. And I'd have to listen to people, and people would tell me what to do. And I'm like, "That's I shan't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just end with a very haughty, I shan't. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, I like this. I like being out here in the wilderness foraging for berries. Yes. Also, I found this out. Mm-hmm. So there was a big thing um, 
there was a blog called Deadspin. You ever hear about a blog called no, Deadspin? I don't so know. this was a very it was Gawker's sports blog. Oh, okay. Um, and they were very very influential, and eventually Gawker oh. wound up getting sold for parts, and the staff of that uh, website formed another website called Defector. Okay. Uh, and they are, I think, on Substack or one of the other uh, uh, platforms. And there was a big write-up about like how they created a journalist paradise. And it was worker-owned. And it was exactly the perfect thing that every journalist would want to work at. And they were so honest that they listed their salaries Ooh. in this article. Uh, at which point I was like... Y'all are dumb because I make like twice what you make. Oh my god! <laughs> I make like twice right? what you make, and and nobody knows who the fuck I am. <laughs> like everybody oh, knows who you guys are. Oh, there it is. By the way, oh my gosh. So yeah, maybe not twice. Uh, maybe after after withholdings, it's <laughs> it's twice. I, I I know what. Okay, yeah. So Defector's average employee salary for a full time staff is just shy of seventy k a year. Yeah. I make more than that. So, uh, uh, and 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 that is being a feral little animal, nim, 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 nim. just just yeah, living out the fat of the land around around the edges. Like I'm, I'm just saying, everybody at Defector, start your own Substack. That's my advice to all of you. You are being held down by the man. Liberate yourself yeah. for the economic benefit of your own Substack. You will all make more money. Every single one of you, especially if people uh, if people know your name. Man, I was talking with a friend recently, and like they had something happen in their life, and they're just like, "Man, I got to tell you, the worst part of it, the most existential crisis part." Part of this whole scenario is that I will never know. I will never know. But I think that's what the little feral nim, 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 is, is. Is like at least you get a little more, a little more. Like when you put it behind the veil of all the, of what uh, uh, the official, the title yeah, and the masthead and, then, and the, you know, yeah. the filters that people go through and everything, just to be like, oh no, we're more, we be more like this not like that that's red team blue team whatever then it the story doesn't feel real and i think what we like about people with integrity and i would say you have integrity right it's like that's why that's why you even though you're on the fringes are doing better than somebody at one of the stacks is at least you're you've got the integrity involved. well yeah i mean i don't fun, know the, the, i think you know? i think my own opinions about journalism and yeah. my own career aside uh, uh i do think that uh, the internet is honesty. The internet is authenticity. And that's what we've built this show yeah. on. Uh, that's what I've built all the shit that I've done on. And if you do that and you show up every single time yes. and you don't leave people hanging, uh, then you will always, you know, people will respond and you'll get better. You'll understand what people want. You'll understand what they don't. You'll understand what's, what's great. What's mm -hmm. good. What's bad. Uh, uh, you'll go through different patterns, but like in, in general, if you stick to it, you will find it. Like, I think if anything, I'm lucky that I was doing this kind of shit at a time where there weren't as many people doing it. Like, yeah. I don't know what it, it's like, you know, like your, your, your kids, uh, they all want to do internet stuff on some level because everything uh, is internet connected on some, on some level. Right. Yes. But it's like, I have no idea when literally every 
person on the planet. You don't have an advantage of some like when I was in my 20s and I was talking about doing internet stuff, I had friends that would be like, oh, the internet, beep, boop, beep, boop. And it's like, <laughs> now they're all on the internet. They all do internet shit, but it's like they thought it was nerd stuff. Now everybody's on it. Like the, yeah. the, the scope of who is competing in this field is insane. Yes. And although I, I did have an interesting conversation with the middle child who's 15, so... You know, there's Pr that prime time to know everything, prime time to know everything. But <laughs> we were talking about the last of us, like what would it, cause that's like, she just made like a cosplay prop that looks so good. It's like Ellie's backpack keychain yeah. or something. I was just like, Oh my God, that is so amazing. You really could sell these, you know? And then we we're talking about, well, is there going to be a third game? You know? And it's just like, and she had some really good topics about like what, a third game would, would go into a good game, how they would ruin the franchise of, you know, what they did. So she had a lot of thoughts, but they were well thought out and, and I felt compelling, but then, um, but she's like, yeah, I mean, her thought is just like, well, you can't really explore Ellie anymore because like, she'll be all old and depressing, you know? So like, you really got to go with like a new with, character. Uh, yeah. New characters, like yeah. explore the world and let them like, be maybe, young. maybe like a young girl who plays bass in a band. Yeah, and, you know. <laughs> exactly. She really, she was just like, well, I liked being able to step into it and it'd be something that I could relate to. And it was definitely, you know, younger. So I'm like, well, that sounds like a 15 year old talking about that. And didn't you start playing the game? And it was Joel, like how old and yeah. sad is that? I mean, he's totally old and sad. And so she was just like, oh yeah, that's true. And I still like the game. But anyways, um, uh, it, it was a funny exploration along that line, but like, you know, people want to see themselves in the material with their every time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that especially in a highly competitive world. Oh yeah. Like where there's so much stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, there is, you are, you are always, that's the one thing that's different is like back in the day, there was an element of arrogance in media because there, you had to climb a certain mountain to get the word out at all. Yes. Now you don't got to climb shit. <laughs> everyone's competing everyone uh, can broadcast yeah. everyone is there which means that there can be no arrogance in media unless it's theatrical arrogance that you mm -hmm. are like putting on that is attractive to certain people because you are always rolling out the red carpet you are always the customer is always right when it comes to media now yeah because everyone can do it like, like it is it is so insanely competitive no matter what you know, that's a good point. It's almost Including like... Including for my time on this show. So, Brett, come on in here. Oh, yeah. Like that competitor. All right. I guess when you think about the uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah. The gatekeeper was the technology. So you had to have proven yourself by mastering the technology to get word out. Hey, hey, it's hey. Brett. Hello. How are you? I'm well. I get on the mic and tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am well. Yeah, well, I mean, before you would just had to be blessed. Like right. you have to get a job, and and somebody would say, "All right, well, first you, you cover city council, and then if you're good at that, then you'll cover the other thing, and then the other thing, and then eventually you get a column, and then eventually you die, and we <laughs> and we put your name on the front page and say, here lies this person who wrote a lot, and somebody would be like, oh, that's sad, 
And that's the life of a journalist, right? Like the, that's like, but it comes from a blessing of a person who says you're allowed to do it. Now you need no blessing. Mm-hmm. The, the, the platforms themselves come to you and say, hey, are you a loser? If you're not, then you better create free content for us. Mm. And that's it. That's the poll. Well, what do you think about that? I uh, am always amazed to hear that journalism still exists with all the things that have been going on in the world and how it Rank them. What's the number one thing that's happening in the world? Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, wait, no, we'll start at five. We'll start at five and go to the one. Okay. Uh, Five. uh, That marvelous Mrs. Maisel ended. I I don't know if I'm one season or two seasons behind. It's so good. Mm-hmm. My Did mom it stay was good? So uh, yes, all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. You thought the, all of it was good? Well, no. Even that one, like three episode arc where they really just wanted to go to Paris, and so yeah. they just no, shot. I, I, they just shot three episodes in Paris that didn't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> but it was like, I, like fuck it, we're shooting here. I enjoyed it, as in that uh, Abe had to go. Oh, my wife is still attractive, and other people find her attractive, mm. and I need to get on the. I need to figure this out and get on the the plan here. Yeah. I mean, that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Four. Four. uh, Four. The uh, biggest things in media that are affecting journalism is the list. Number five is that marvelous (laughs) Mrs. Maisel ended. All right. So four (laughs) is what? Four is what? Uh, uh, Four is, uh, well, see, that's further up the list, I think. Uh, I mean, I mean, just in general, all the politics uh, stuff that's going on. In that, general, all the politics. Well, stuff I mean, that's going just on. like politics, because because we're talking about j- uh, uh, journalism. Journalism. Uh, politics are an important thing for journalism to report. It's often been covered by journalism. Yes. Yeah. And they they that is something that nobody else would look at if their j- journalism didn't exist. All the politics that are happening are number four. Number yes. three. <laughs> number three. Yeah. Uh, calamities in the world that are happening. Calamities, like natural disasters? Yes, or man-made. Or man-made disasters. Yes. The the dark side, the if it bleeds, it leads element yes. of Once the again, news. we wouldn't know if there was no journey. Do you think that we'd be better or worse if we didn't? It really depends on the thing. I feel like the crux of almost every dystopian novel is... Not knowing, right? Mm. Right. Like what it's like happened? everyone's happy. It's like a fake utopia. Sure. And then it's like 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 there's like the 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 character that you like, but obviously is like brainwashed, and yeah. they're talking to the protagonist, and they're like like oh I haven't seen Jake. <laughs> like I'm sure he's very happy, and then you find out that either like she killed him or Jake died, sure. you know, or he's something. Dead on a fence. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. Like, and that's like the protagonist walks through an alleyway and sees Jake's head or something. And suddenly, we get the reality. Yeah, and then really going on. And that's like the big threshold is when you go back to the glassy-eyed lady and you're like, Jake's dead. It's like, no, no, no can't he's not. Be. No, no, I saw him. I saw him. I was told that he was very happy outside of town. <laughs> All right, so okay. there we go. So all that's, the all the nasty things that are happening, that's also affecting journalism. Number was, two. Dumb, number two would be sports. Sports are indeed affecting journalism. Now, you realize that you're just naming... <laughs> 
things like show up. Like <laughs> journalism beats, right? You, yes. You've named politics, crime, yep. and well, but and we sports. wouldn't know about it if there was no journalism. But your but the list was that are affecting journalism right now. 20. Number one, number one, number one. See, I, all I could think of was Ken Paxton. But that's oh. just. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there it I've is. been trying to find a good guest to have them on to have them on the podcast to explain everything to a national audience and uh, or international audience. And turns out everybody's too busy covering the motherfucker to come on the show. Yeah. Mm. Boy, that would be good. To, I'm just going to do an episode about it tomorrow anyway. That'll just kind of explain it. That'll just be cobbling together like, all uh, the other shit. He's corrupt and they can prove it. So there we go. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, if, if Republicans no, it's say even, it's even It's even crazier than that. Like the man apparently is a habitual kleptomaniac, which yep. is like a subtext. Oh my he stole God. a Mont Blanc pen hey. when he was a lawyer and would not admit that he stole it until they produced... Video footage of him stealing it, and then he gave it back. Oh. Wow! Uh, Texas AG, Texas Attorney General, yeah, Kim Paxton. Uh, yeah. But he almost was former impeached. impeached. Yep. Well, almost. he is impeached. He may or may not be removed, depending on the Senate. Uh, but What's one the- of the votes <laughs> in the Senate is his wife. <laughs> yep. oh! Yeah, and she won't recuse herself. She won't. No, no, because they need every vote they can get to, to try and stave it off. Uh, was was he the one who was in that clip um, of the the Texas Senate and and the guy who was drunk, who was like way drunk, could okay. speak drunk, uh, or was that no? The although there were multiple. No, no, no. Why it was Ken Paxton actually used that as his defense. Yeah. Really? He He's said, like, like, like this man there. is drunk, <laughs> like, trying to draw a smokescreen away from the fact that he was getting impeached. So, like, he's like, like I'm not going to listen to this drunk guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good bit. So, well, yeah, I guess opposition research. But, uh, yeah, let's. Welcome to Texas. Let's. I think. Just, I let's think. Just, they- just, I think they give him the, the job back if they say, can you just re. Return all the pins. <laughs> Maybe that he just stole would, enough it's all pins. About pins. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It was yeah. all about those pins. Exactly. Like, I just really like this pen. Right. No, and he's one just he like gives to Brian. This is the success pen. I am. There I am go. not. I am yeah, not. He just keeps, he just keeps <laughs> finding pens. Yeah. I, I just, other people's hair. There we go. Right. I like. I like to imagine that he just looks them all down and he's like, "This is a lie." You are all liars. I have never in my life stolen a pen, and that's why I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> and then all of them, just like like the shining elevator level of pens, just pouring Flattering. out of Flattering. every element, out of his pants, out of his like like they're falling out of his hair. A good like forty five seconds for it's so many. It looks like one of those Saturday Night Live skits with the vomit. To yes. yes. That bad. <laughs> They're just leaning into it at that point. With music. It's actually yeah. so many pins that it's a wave that carries them out the door. <laughs> yes. And into the street. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But to journalism. <laughs> I, uh, journalism. Yep. Great list. Yep. Great Thank list, you. everybody. Nice. Great yes. list. Thank you. I picked up a pen here at the studio one day. So it was, an, it was a nice silver-looking pen. One of the nice ones where you twist half of it to make the actual nib come out. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, this is a nice pen. You know, I've had, I've had it on. I put it in my bag. I took it. Mm-hmm. It was a nice pen. No one was using yeah. it. It was yep. on the Thanks, desk. Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Don't impeach me for that. The kids are calling it Paxtoning. <laughs> I just love and your producer may be doing it. <laughs> so I had this pen. I've had it for I had it for a few weeks, and then I was like, "There's something weird about this pen. Like when I twist it, you can tell like uh, it keeps going, like it, like it's broken. It made me think, oh, it's broke. Like it's in here, it's in the studio because it was like broken or something. And somebody so like, was just like, "Fuck this pen, just fuck." It. Fuck it. Fuck this pen. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can like WD 40 it or something to fix it. And I pull it apart and I remember, oh, this is the pen that has a knife blade in it. <laughs> I've been carrying a knife around me. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Wow. It was a knife. The whole time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I, I don't know. I was waiting for the moment where I take it on an airplane and they catch it in TSA. Because I had that, we we talked about it on the show a, a few years ago when it happened, but we were coming back from one of Brian's shows, and uh, uh, I had, he's got a, ha- he uses a hammer in his in his set, and I guess I, I must have packed it wrong or something, and it ended up in my bag, in my backpack. Yeah, it probably got left behind, and then you're like, oh. Yeah, like, it was like the end of the show, I like, I saw it and put it there because the bags were already packed or something. Um, and so they're like, yeah, we have to confiscate this we just have to steal your hammer oh my <laughs> god so, like that was at least that was a hammer you know and i wasn't in texas where they took it but um i definitely don't want to be caught with a hidden blade oh. that i didn't know about yeah yes. sorry officer i didn't know that blade was there in my pen whoops oops it was i wouldn't pen? say it like that that sounds suspicious that sounds suspicious. that sounds bad yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you should say, say it with that? a smile uh, that's not my pen. I didn't mean to put that in there. <laughs> I didn't, Wait, I didn't, didn't know th- mean to put that in I didn't know your pen. <laughs> I didn't mean to put that in Is this a knife in my pen, or am I just happy to see you? <laughs> uh, gentlemen, uh, or sir, did you mean somebody told you to carry this pen onto the plane? It's not your pen, and yet you're carrying it? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Take him away. Yeah. Take him away. Oh my god. special treatment. Yeah. Oh. But then I felt bad because we just had to throw away one of Brian's hammers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he was like, oh, this is because you know, he it's never unpacks those bags. Well, but he uses it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Have you ever gotten caught with a half full bottle of water at TSA? Do you know what happens to you when you have water in your in your bottle of water no. at a TSA? Do they, do, do they shoot you directly in the head? Mm. Yeah! Wow! No, they yeah they do you like no country for old men <laughs> with the <laughs> with, with, with the, the cow, cow bolt yeah, yeah. The cow bolt. <laughs> uh, no they will tell you that you need to so you've already cleared all of TSA you've gone through the the thing and they're like you have water in there I'm like sir is this yours and it's like yeah there's water in there they kick you up back to the back of oh, the line man what you got it you got to dump they it they missed it but no they caught it. Oh, okay. If they okay. missed it, then you're free to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. But God. they will be like, you need to go. They, they won't let you dump it out 
on the back side. Oh yeah, no. you can't do that. That's a, you got to go all the way back, dump it out on the front side, mm -hmm. and then walk back in. It is among the more humiliating things that can happen to somebody. That's the uh... thing. That's the thing, Justin. Yeah. I always follow the law. Are you a narc? No. Yeah. Are you, are you no, this are you is an audio a, podcast. Sorry, so officer. This is, this follow is, the law. Yeah, so you need to, there needs to be an audio cue. As, like, as yeah. I look at the camera. Yes. Okay. Oh. They can't hear you the looking camera. at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. They can hear you put on an affected thing. Now you could say, yeah, you could. I am putting on But you're an actor. Why? Could you not just drink it? Like, no. what if you chug the whole thing? You gotta go. You can if you go to the back of the line. Well, imagine Aww. if it was alcohol or um, an explosive kind of liquid. Like, yeah, it would be if it's. Mm. I guess you could be trying to smuggle it on the plane in your tummy. Yeah. Right. And then when you fart, it's fart water. Deadly, it's gonna. Gas. It's gonna be oh. sarin gas. Mm -hmm. Sarin gassy. Ted Saran gas. Let's stay away from that topic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I about creating really? sarin gas <laughs> naturally. I had a I had a similar thing. Wow, that's a good and question. What's the most lethal thing you can produce with a fart? <laughs> like, is there something or the mm. most odorous or offensive like thing that you could create? Smoke mackerel. I mean, maybe I don't know. Like, yeah. like, cause that that would be the 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 joke but is a food that do? makes you fart. Yeah. But like, like, no. Let's weaponize it. Let's mm -hmm. just be drinking. Yeah. The chemical compounds that are safe, so you but, can. But literally, literally, you're firing out something that like would for real clear a room, like, or would make a hostage taking situation disperse. Yeah. Could you the, make the a crowd? Well, sorry, you whiplash there. Okay, one more time. So you can use your farting power, your magic farting power. No, 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 no. This is anybody can do it. No one's magic. This right? is science. It's not about who can. Okay, this is science. Right? Yeah. This is science. Uh -huh. This is MythBusters. That's right. Can you create sarin gas with your butthole? That's the episode title. Right? Mm -hmm. There it is. And mm -hmm. so we find out, okay, probably not because you have to drink things that are poisonous. Yeah. Yeah. But with digestible things, what would what, what's the worst like what would be closest to like tear gas or like something like that oh. like like something that would that would be well and and then if you get into the if you get into like the pepper spray tear, tear gas thing then you're dealing with irritants right yes. then you're dealing with capsaicin yes. yep. which is not only going into your mouth presumably but through the rest of your body and then out of your sphincter imagine if they did that for riot crowd control <laughs> Everyone's getting rowdy. And they just pull like, their pants down, turn around. No, 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 no. Scum so you police. have you have you have some <laughs> you have some narcs, right? Narcs are in the crowd. Uh -huh. Oh, and, and everyone's like, oh. "Fuck the man! When they Fuck the man! Fuck him!" And then you just Fuck, and, and, and somebody deadly. next to him is like, "Yeah, for real, fuck the man!" Uh, uh, and, and then and meanwhile, they just like that too. Chief of police. Blows, blows the penny whistle, <laughs> and then everybody, one out of every four protesters. <laughs> Wow. And meanwhile, everybody else is like, oh, my God, my fucking eyes. The man is fine, I guess. And they all go back to their co-ops. It's fine. I've learned my lesson. That's This is a revolutionary idea in police technology. <laughs> that should be all Robocop, they, all, too. Okay, two minutes. All Thank anyone you. needs to do is like, 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 Johnson, get in here. You're drinking the fart oil. <laughs> oh, God. The foil. Yeah. Yep. That's what they'll oh, call because it'll be police God. slang. Yeah, foil. I've been foiling for over two months, Chief. By the time you put me on the beat. Oh my God, that would 
that would help deter police brutality too, because you're the first on the list to take the fart oil if you're yeah, you've if been you're, written if you're up. level one. Yeah, if you've been written up, you're then you're the level fart one. level one. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I guess once you've once you once that secret is out, then everybody can do it. Right. Yeah. You then like, there's counter protests. You get you get arrested. That have a different thing, and then it's a fart war. Then everybody, then no one actually says anything. They just all gather together, and one group starts farting, and then the other group responds with their own farts, and then it it's just a whole thing. Imagine, all right, imagine a uh, it's like Moriarty, like a master criminal. Yep, and he's like picked up by the cops, and they're like, "We finally got you!" Like he's like, "Oh yes." You did. And then he's like oddly calm. And he's like sitting there. He's sitting there in the back of the police car. And he's like, lovely day, isn't it? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you feel like he feels around. Mm, bites. Bites. Bites the, bites the tab. Immediately. Uh, 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 slips on a little mask. Uh, uh, rips. Horrendous ass. Yep. The cops are like, you, you smell the... Car crashes. He just walks away. Yep. Yep. As as the green gas comes out and he's doing the slow walk. Away. Yeah. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams yep. uh, presents. And the lens flare. Yeah. You know, I think animals do this all the time. I mean, they just do. the skunk. Yes. That's exactly or We're just, look, we just invented the skunk. <laughs> we just invented the skunk. <laughs> we just invented the skunk. Good job. <laughs> Nailed it. There you go. <laughs> All right, Bryce. All right. Thank you to the great room. Oh, that's good. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the green. The green night? No. 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 No, this is the great night program. <laughs> Excuse me. The great night program. Here on Twitch. Thank you so much for joining us here. I'm so Bryce Castillo. Thanking you. I'm thanking you. Oh, I'm thanking you. Uh, hello, everybody. Let's, uh, we got a few more minutes before we get started with the show. Uh, we'll do a little bit more of a uh, pre-show stuff here. Uh, I'm going to go over to our birthday borner. This is the part of the show where we go check out our birthday borner and give out some shout outs to all of, uh, all of you wonderful people and all of your loved ones. We had a few folks with some birthdays, including... Uh, DSOP's birthday was on the 26th. Happy birthday, DSOP. And uh, uh, just another pilot's birthday was on a Friday. We don't know if it was this Friday or last Friday, but happy birthday to just another pilot. If you want to get your birthday shoutouts, go to the birthday borner in the Discord. Discord.greatnight.tv. Uh, it might look empty. You may not be able to see other people's posts because that's security. That's security. So... Sorry about it. Got a few more minutes before we get started with the show here. Hello, everybody. Uh, You want to do a little Critical Racing Theory? Uh, First off, Critical Racing Theory, a new podcast is on the LFGX Patreon. So check it out, patreon.com slash LFGX. You got a new uh, hour-long show. We we did uh, did two two sims in in that game or in that that pod. We did uh, uh, a catering Grand Prix. We uh, took the menu of one of the trackside restaurants, Le Louis the 15th, and we made the teams pick meals. Whoever got the cheapest meal 
won won the race. So check so that check that out. And then uh, and then what is it? Oh, we we pitted the the three the three prongs of the motorsport triple crown against each other in a rock paper scissors Grand Prix. So tune in for that and find out who uh, who won. And you know a little bit of programming and data might learn a little bit about data. It's actually it's actually cool. Hello, everybody. A few more minutes before we start the show. Daniel J. Newman letting us know Diablo 4 Early Access begins in 47 hours. <laughs> we got we got one woo here in the in, in the crowd. Uh, uh, this uh, Diablo 4. Hmm. Diablo 4. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about it. Uh, Diablo 3 seems cool. Those games seem fine. Though, yeah, I, so I, I, I mentioned a while ago that I hacked my PlayStation Classic. Put all of my legally dumped CD-ROMs on, and uh, uh, I still haven't had a chance to play it yet, but the, they got the original Diablo on there. Um, you see this? They made a Diablo game 20 years ago. Um, but, uh, uh, but, but yeah, so uh, Diablo 4, and then what, what's the other game coming out? There's another game coming out this week um, that was like a big deal. What is it? Does anybody know? Um, I'm not going to remember it. It was, it's like another big game. Isn't it Street Fighter Six? That's right, they can get deeper. Street Fighter Six uh, is out uh, now or this week. Uh, the Eurogamer review was pretty pretty positive on it. They said it's got a good single player campaign, which is fun. You don't see that a lot in fighting games. I'm a Tekken guy. I'm looking forward to Tekken Eight. I'm ready for Tekken. Tekken. Tekken's got my characters and my and my and my people. You know, they got you know they got they're bringing back Jun. They're bringing back Jun to Tekken 8, which is great. Um, and I think they'll still have Asuka. Um, but uh, but I'm excited to have Jun back. I, uh, she, I don't know. I thought she was very cool. And then, you know, they got... They, she was only in 2. She was only in Tekken 2. And then they killed her at the end of Tekken 2. And then they didn't, like, give us a replacement character until Tekken 4. Anyway. Uh, oh, Mighty's letting us know that uh, next week is the all the video game conferences. Uh, Ubisoft, some of the Super Summer Games Fest, and there is an Apple. There's uh, Apple's WDC is this week on the fifth, I think, and then or maybe that's next week. And then Microsoft is Microsoft has been doing all sorts of stuff. I, I I'm a tech guy. I'm a tech. So we were talking about uh, uh, Apple's going to do the VR. Uh, they're they're supposedly gonna announce their mixed reality headset. Apple's uh, gonna VR. Apple gonna get a VR. The the VR for Apple. Well, Apple-y, I don't think it'll be VR. VR. I think it'll be XR. I think it'll be XR. Bra- XR. Yeah. The uh, how de- how delectable. <laughs> I think that's uh they found that in a. Uh, in some of the data, in some of the, they sniffed out some of the files. And oh, it's going to be called XR. XROS is the name of the operating system they found for it so far. Crossed reality operating system. Yeah, I don't know. It could be interesting. Apple, Apple does really cool stuff. Like I, when the Apple Watch came out, name I probably one thing. <laughs> well, when the Apple Watch came out, I was probably like, I don't, I'm not going to use that. And now I, this is my second one. I'm, I'm, now I'm on my second Apple Watch. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, do you track your sleep? I don't. Do you? I, I started. Oh, how is that going? I like you, it. Do you sleep better? Um, No, I, <laughs> I think I just have evidence that I'm a good sleeper. Mm. But 
I do like seeing that. You like your phone I, telling you, I, oh, you sleep you sleep like a pro. Basically. You sleep like a professional. In fact, no, I, I actually think it's withholding. I would like it to be more direct. Oh? I would like it to say, like, I would like it to do for my sleep what it does for my workouts, where when you when you cross all your goals, there's a little thing, and it's like, man, 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 you're the best, right? Yeah. I want that, but every morning. So you would <laughs> say, like, you slept like a like a goddamn champion. You're you the, are you are the best. That's right. I would like that, but okay. instead, it just kind of gives me um, it, it. I think it's good at like pointing out when I think I've been up for a while, but really I was up for one minute. Oh, uh huh. Like that's that's what it's good. Because like, when you like, wake up, you 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 have no sense of time at all. At night in bed, you have you. If you're trying to go to sleep and you can't, or if you wake up and you're trying to get back, there's no sense of time. Well, I've, I I had this not to be the stoner guy at the party, but like uh, I I've been having this thought lately mm -hmm. that the first thought you think of when you are asleep is, man. I'm really close to sleeping, but I'm still awake. <laughs> That's, if that isn't me to a fucking T. Right? I, I I, need an app that will make me go to sleep. Will go make me go to bed. <laughs> oh, yes. Because I'll, I'll, sleep, I'll sleep like a motherfucker. I'll, I, I, when I'm out, I'm out. Um, but I... I don't know if it's just because I have like I have like child brain or something, but I just like want to. I don't want to go to bed. I won't go to bed, yeah. which is um, bad. Probably not good, huh? No, I mean I think that's human nature. Like to want to stay up. Oh yeah, you have to. I mean that's why like some people like will like work out later in the day or or will wake Monsters. up early. Monsters. I could never do that. I could actually. I would no, do no, that no. for a while, when, no, especially actually, in the no, summer. I used to. Yeah, no, I I used to go running at night. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah. Mm. At the summer, it's a it's. I mean, if the if the if the uh, humidity's not bad, it's and you're in a good well lit area, um, it's okay. It's not bad to do a little walk, a little run around at night, as long as you're wearing high vis stuff, you know, reflector reflector stuff and stuff. Bonnie, you ever been a runner? I have. When I had a, like an adult, like I don't know, as a grown up, I had something happen and it like really hurt my feelings so bad oh. that I became a ran a runner. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, You're and like fuck was, this and fuck it so much. I'm running. I'm running right now. I literally the only way I could get relief from it was just to run, and so I would run religiously. And it was amazing, and then, um, and then I felt great. So then yeah. I was done worrying about it. That was it. it. <laughs> that was it. And then it's what it was up, and I got it. What else are you gonna do yeah, with it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I got through that time. It's it's great. You it's know. one of those annoying things that um, that <laughs> all the advice about how to make your life better absolutely works. Oh, like, oh, if right. you just go walking, you'll feel better. I you will. This, you I, just yes. will. I had this fuck, fucking man. thing, man, where I didn't have my gigantic water bottle. Oh. I had a smaller water <laughs> bottle. And no, it was still in my house. I just wasn't using it. Yeah. Right. And I, I was uh, drinking just more like sparkly waters and everything. So I still thought I was drinking a lot of water. And then I'm like, man, I'm just gaining a little bit of weight and like I'm snacking a lot more. I need to start tracking my shit. I had all these crazy ideas. And I'm like, 
maybe I just need to have my large bottle of water that I just drink all the time again. Sure enough. Motherfucker, I just drank more water. Everything yeah. was everything was fine. No, right? This is true. Three square it's so meal. annoying. I, I hate it. Really it's so annoying. annoying. It's awful. Okay, well, you know what's not annoying? The Great Night Program. And we're gonna uh, start that. Bonnie, what, what do you think? Um, stools or no? Oh, what do y'all usually do? You stand? We, we, no, we are we are we are in the process. Uh, I said last week on the show we should have stools up here. Bryce pointed out a little haughtily. Uh, <laughs> There are like seven stools on stage. <laughs> All in fact, I'm worrying that there's too many stools. Yeah, so then we sat on stools stool. last week, but uh, I wanted to give you the choice of whether or not you wanted stool or no stool. To actually sit on? Yeah. Have the option to. If you, you have the option okay. to. No, I will not sit no on No sitting a stool. on a stool. No. Okay. okay. Right. What am I no working stool. if I sit on a stool? I am a mom with three children. I will fall asleep if I sit down. Some of us right. are working. Bad okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here all we right. go. Let's do the program here. Uh, let's do our final checks, everybody. Oh. Making sure we're all good to go. All right. Uh, Brett, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. I'm Lisa. Hit on Jeff, our wonderful studio audience. There we go. And I know Justin and Bonnie are ready to go. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us in the pre-show. It's patreon.com slash great night is where you can go to support us. We're going to do the show. Brett, are you ready to do the show? Let's do the show. We're going to do the show here. I'll count you in. 